It ain't hard to tell where to get the latest merchandise from Backpack Broadcasting. Gear is now available via TeePublic. Visit the Backpack Broadcasting TeePublic online store to get shirts, hoodies, mugs, and phone cases. Represent your favorite Backpack Broadcasting shows, including the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, and of course, the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Check out the special offers for our podcast listeners at http colon backslash backslash t dot pub backslash lic backslash backpack. Get in the game with your official backpack broadcasting here today. From the Gotham Podcast Studio, episode 82 of the Ain't Hard to Tell Podcast. Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca here. Brian, as usual, adjusting his headphones very late in the game. You, you got some you got some specific uh, energy today. So yeah, I'm just, I, I just got to lower you down a little bit on my on It's my good end. energy, though. It's, it's good, good energy. energy. Yeah, yeah you, good energy. you know, I would have the you same. Specific daddy. I don't know if I'd have the same energy if I ate 25 dumplings right Yo, before, really we, just, <laughs> right really before we record. Murdered 25 dumplings. <laughs> I looked over. You you were halfway done, and then two minutes later, you were throwing them out. I was like, "Did you finish them?" You were like, "Yeah." yeah. Straight inhaled, just went through all. Straight them. inhaled them. Yo, Literally so, two minutes later. Yo, so it wasn't really two minutes, people. But Brian, it was fairly quick. Yeah, I'll say that much. Yeah. Speak. You know, we should probably kick this off because we just got into a conversation about food, and uh, Brian started showing me what, what's the site? Tearmaker. Tearmaker dot com. Tearmaker maker dot com backslash create and then fast food. Which I'm fine with because what do I always say? There's levels to everything, so we're right? We're going to do this right there's now. Levels I'm a, to I'm a, everything. There's all the restaurants are right here. There's five tiers. You could just go. And I'm gonna I k- could just name them and you could just go. Yeah, but I'm going to also kick it off with something you said because you said uh, when I do this tier, I'm going to put Domino's at the end. Domino's and, sucks. Which, which I was like, and I said, there are things worse than Domino's. You were like, what? I was like, Taco Bell. I disagree. And he disagrees. And our producer Johnny is sitting here. Johnny had Taco Bell three days ago, but I'd give jo- – here's why I can rock with what Johnny's doing. Johnny doesn't eat meat, right? Yeah. The reason I wouldn't eat Taco Bell is because I'm not really sure they're using meat. <laughs> 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 like, I'm not sure they're Look, using here's meat. The, I don't eat Taco so Bell Johnny, anymore. Johnny, Johnny, you said you substitute with the beans and other stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what you're doing. So Johnny's substituting with the beans and is probably eating a little cleaner than the folks like you, Brian – what? He's eating the Taco Bell meat. I don't eat Taco Bell. I, 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 so why are you defending Taco Bell? Because I used to eat Taco Bell. Huh. I don't eat fast food that much anymore unless you count, like, you know, Chipotle. Yeah, Chipotle's like fast casual. Yeah. Fast casual, I do glazed. Okay. Right by 14th Street. Now, you ta- ever had glazed? No, I have not. All right. Taco Bell, I'm not a fan <laughs> of. I've had Taco Bell since college. Well, I felt bad there. because Johnny had Taco Bell like three days ago. As you're talking, I'm doing my tears <laughs> right now. Uh, on the lowest tier for me, Domino's is definitely there, and Little Caesars is definitely down there also. Sorry, Little Caesars. Mm, the, the, for, speaking of Little Caesars. I don't do chain pizza, bro. We live in New York. There's no excuse to eat pizza. That, I, that, I, probably will, <laughs> that I probably will I will agree with. And so if you're going, every chain pizza I see, you're going on the, on is the bottom pizza, Is Pizza Hut at the bottom? Yes. But Pizza Hut's not bad. Well, it, you know what? Pizza Hut's a little better than Domino's, so I'll put them, I'll put them is, in the fourth Is uh, Sbarro's at the bottom? Is Sbarro even here? Probably not. No, I don't see it. But that's not a bad. Ch- I mean, it's kind Five of- Guys. You like Five Guys. I don't love Five Guys as much as some other people. Uh, the, the people who think Five Guys almost, are better than Shake Shack and they're uh, out of their mind. Shake Shack's not even here. I almost die when I eat Five Guys. You already know. We talked about that in yes. another episode. 
So all chain pizzas are at the bottom. White Castle. Mm. Dairy Queen. I never had Dairy Queen, so can't say. I've had I haven't had any food from Dairy Queen other than like a milkshake. Jack in the Box? Where is there a Jack in the Box oh, in New York? You haven't had Jack in the Box. No. Oh, <laughs> really? Jack in the Box. Seriously? Yeah. Shout out, to, shout out to all the West Coast people. They know about Jack in the Box. Yeah? Jack in the Box. Is- Are you from the West Coast, Johnny? Yeah, from San Diego. Oh, um, okay. Ah, see? Our producer, Johnny. Well, In-N-Out San Diego. is here, and I have also, had In-N-Out. In-N-Out's great. But you haven't had Jack in the Box. No, but you I had You got to do that next time you're on the yeah? West Coast, man. In-N- no, In-N-Out is really good. Jack in the Box is good, In-N-Out's too, the real deal. In-N-Out's dope, yeah. Popeye's. Where are you putting Popeye's? Not above KFC, sir. Well, you know I agree with that. <laughs> but that's that. Popeye's is not. I mean, their chicken's a little dry for me oh, personally. Man. I can't wait for the social media reaction to what people love and don't love because some people are going to probably be mad at me for Taco Bell. <laughs> 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 uh, Papa John's is also on the bottom tier. Pa- Papa John's shouldn't even have a tier. <laughs> kind of like Little Caesars shouldn't even have a tier. Uh, Subway, trash. Okay, so that's five. For Why you. are you in Subway when you live in New York? If you live in New I York, agree. Can, it's kind of like the pizza thing. You I agree. I only used to do it when I was like broke. No, I don't do it. <laughs> I stopped doing that. I, you know what's funny? I remember the last time I had Subway. The last time I had Subway, I was working for News 12. I was with Dan Serafin. And we wow, shout Riv- out to Dan. Shout out to my man, Dan Serafin. We were in Riverdale, and around where we were going to cover something in Riverdale, they had nothing but Subway around. Yeah. So we ended up, it was Subway or Pizza. And I wasn't really trusting this pizza joint that was there, so I went mm. with the subway. Wait, was it Riverdale Pizza? No, oh. I've had that. Oh, oh, oh. no, because they're because they're apparently good, no. and they also it wasn't sponsor. That. I think they sponsor Edgar Berlanga, who we did that story. Ah, wasn't trusting so, the pizza. Yeah, didn't do that, but I probably should have went with the pizza. I know where you're putting Arby's. Uh, in the because, never because as, eat as you famously said on this podcast before, if I had the aux car, I would play it. Oh, uh, the Arby's is trash. Yeah, Arby's <laughs> is trash. Oh. Arby's is trash. Uh, no thanks. Burger King. I had Burger King yesterday. Not <laughs> yeah. Not not by any not by really by choice. I I was I didn't have breakfast. I was extremely hungry. I was leaving. This was before I spoke to you yesterday. Yes. And I was driving uh away from where I was from work and it was the first option at the rest stop and the other options were at this was Roy Rogers. Um Hell to the No. No. Um sir. Hold on, let me think about Starbucks, which I ended up getting the green tea latte from, but I don't really eat. Yeah, I have a breakfast sandwich at Starbucks. Yeah, but, and I'm not really putting them in that category. Although, although, give it, if I'm trying to be healthy, I'm taking them over Burger King. Okay, so there was Auntie Anne's pretzels. Okay, I'm not nah, a big pretzel person. Me neither. There was, People love Auntie Anne's. There was so. Burger King. Jesus. And there was uh, Roy Rogers. So, yeah, yeah. I would have gone Burger King. Yeah, I would have went Burger. King. What'd you get? That's important. I got a double whopper with cheese. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's all I had. No fries. Oh, okay. Just all right. Bottle, all right. bottle of water. Because if you had fries, also, oh boy. No, that was it. I was like, just just one the sandwich, no fries. That was so all. you said you like Jack in a Box, uh, Taco Bell. Wait, I already you told you about that? Taco Bell. Sorry, Johnny. Sonic. <laughs> Sonic. I've never had Sonic. Um, They're here too. They have them. Yo, Fourteenth Street. I think there's. I've one. never ate any food from Sonic. I just grabbed a some water from a Sonic. So I can't really speak on Sonic, but people say it's pretty good. Chick Fil A. Chick-fil-A is very high. They're in the top tier. Mm. Chick-fil-A is very high. Panda Express. <laughs> See, here's the thing about Panda Express. I trust you when it comes to Chinese food. I, why? Because you still eat Chinese food. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you would know. like Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you've probably heard. You've, probably, you all, you've seen me bring Chinese food yeah. before the podcast. Um, if I, and when I eat Chinese food, I'll eat like just steamed 
shrimp and vegetables, like nothing crazy. I've been not, I haven't been eating much of that this year. Like I had some a few weeks ago, and I really just go to this dumpling spot that I go to. Shout out to uh, Kai Feng Du Dumplings in Sunset Park, best mm-hmm. dumplings around, at least in Brooklyn. I'll say I don't know about any other place, but they're really good. Yeah. Um, Pan Express. So here's my thing. Finally had Pan Express once. Uh, actually was a couple blocks away from our old employer where we were at before. And here's the thing. If you're in New York, it's kind of like it's kind of like bagels and pizza and, you know, sandwiches. You can't be going to Panda Express, man. Panda Express isn't bad, though. Hmm. But I just feel like there's better options or more authentic Chinese food. Last around. one is uh, Carl's Jr. and Hardee's, which I've never had. Hardee's I've had. I have another. I have a good one after this. Okay. <laughs> Carl's Jr., nah. Never had it, so I can't really speak on it. Uh, Johnny, you're a West Coast guy because Carl's Jr. is – have you had it? Yeah, I think it's like identical to Hardee's. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Oh, really? Okay. Mm. Same company. Right? Same company. I, I thought so too. But, so, yeah, I've never had Carl's Jr. More free pub for Tear Maker. Uh, I found another one. NBA starting point cards. <laughs> Wait, didn't we look at this? No, nah, no. Nah, we didn't do it on the podcast. No, but so. you sent me that one that somebody this, made. And no, I, no, no. This is, but this is totally from scratch. You could do it yourself. Yeah. So – uh, we were talking about this before the playoffs. Yes, we did. I know. Now it's... we're in the playoffs. Well, we're in the NBA I Finals. I, I don't know if much has changed. You don't know if much has changed? Except I would say the one thing I would maybe change is I, I, if I remember the one with the list we were going off of, they had Damian Lillard on the same tier as Kyrie. And I'm not exactly sure I wanted to put him on the same tier as Curry, but I might put if there was a tier between that, I would do it. They have top fifty NBA players. That's too hard. Ooh, do we current NBA players? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I wonder who's who's the Taco Bell of that. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's what I wanna know. Like, who's the Taco Bell of that? Damn, they have so many. Yeah, Anthony Davis. I mean I don't touch fifty's too much. It's too much to get to a list. It's just way too much. Top NBA centers? It's a dying position. That's a good list to go to. That is a good list. To it go is to. a good thing to go to. Because the tiers are going to be not strong at the top. First oh. of all, Joel Embiid is on the top, and so is Rudy Gobert. I'll tell you that right and now. And so is Nick, um, is is um, uh, Andre Drummond. No. You don't in put him top? in the top tier? Oh, no. no. He's, he's second tier. Um, in the top tier will also be Jokic. Jokic. Yes. He has to be in the top tier. Where is uh, Julius Randle? He's a center? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> he's he's here. Clint Capella's he, not. In the, he's in, he's in the third tier. Sorry. Wait. Okay. So we're agreeing. Embiid, Embiid, Gobert, Jokic, number one. Drummond is in the second tier. I have Clint Capella on the third tier. Where's Where's Carl Anthony Towns? Julius Randle's on the third tier. Where's Carl Anthony Towns? He, hmm. He's in. He's. Yeah, yeah, he's he's. I'll put 1. him in two, Yeah, he's like, he, yeah, yeah. He, but if you want to put him in the second tier, that's fine. Um, I'll put him there because he's with Drummond. I think there are probably only three top tier centers. If Drummond's not a top tier center, I don't think Drummond belongs in the same tier as Carlton Towns. I Carlton Towns might have to be in that tier by himself. No, nah, I think no, nah, I think Drummond's considerably better defensively, so he's going to be in that second tier. I'm also putting Miles Turner in that second tier. Um, Even though but, I'd argue, well, I wouldn't put him on the first tier. If he was better offensively, I would. I, I don't. But like I'd probably put him in the third tier. If you're doing not, defensive centers, and yeah, I put my. I think Miles Turner is better than Clint Capella. I do. Defensively, I think he is. He's more impactful defensively in the things he does. 
So I have him ahead of Clint Capella and Julius Randle, Miles Turner. Julius Randle was not a center. <laughs> Who just stop with that? That's the first. He was not... here. <laughs> just because somebody put something there doesn't mean it's good. I don't know who else you would put for New Orleans. Jaleel Okafor. Nobody. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> you don't have to put somebody. Demarcus Cousins. Is yeah. he still first tier? No, he's second tier. Okay. Even with the injury. I, I'm put, I think he and Conti Towns should be in the second tier. I'm still not about Drummond. Ooh. Uh, Brooke Lopez, who's having a big playoff run. See, this can take us into another conversation that might be good for this podcast. What is the center position becoming? Oh. I'm, I'm. Well, you, no. you, you got to shoot threes or you're dead, apparently. No. But what, you no, know I can't stand. Should you pick? Because this is, the, look, we talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago. When you look at Clint Capella and the fact that he could not be on the floor against the Golden State Warriors, right, and for the for the Rockets, mm. do you want to pay a big man that has limited skills that much money? That's kind of what I mean in when it's becoming. If you're a GM, yeah. would you pay a center like Clint Capella who has limited offensive skills? I, I'm starting to think about that ahead mm. with – uh, maybe somebody like the Nets with Jared Allen or the Knicks with Mitchell Robinson. Please don't get mad, Nets fans. I'm not getting into a Mitchell <laughs> Robinson and Jared Allen complaining. Y'all being really ridiculous and in your feelings on Twitter. Oh my God. You know who I'm talking to. <laughs> um, I'm not sure you want to pay because look, look at these tiers we're talking about. There's not that many guys you want to pay unless you, you got to be Rudy Gobert if you're really good defensively and can stay on the floor. Where is Mitchell Robinson? Why is he not here? No, yeah, they, they have no Mitchell Robinson. They have Julius Randle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why is Mitchell Robinson? You have Cody Zeller and Dwayne Dedman. Shout out to Dwayne Dedman. They're not, like they, the they, should, they shouldn't need like, no disrespect to those guys. They're, what is, they're, not, they're not in any tiers. Nikola Vucevic is in the first or second tier. Mm. I put him in two. That's mm. fine with somebody okay. for two. I'm fine with that. Jared Allen? He's got to be in like a fourth, fourth? tier. He's yeah, a, He's on the same tier as Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, I That's agree a cut, cut below... Uh, Clint Capella, but that's eventually why I think they could be. They're on the same tier. I agree. That thing is, do you want to pay those guys? How much money? Like the way Clint Capella got paid. I need. Well, I I would like to know how impactful they are defensively at the point in which you know, uh, whether wh- wherever they get paid, like how good are they at, at that, that point? That's what I'm saying. If you're wherever gonna, they're supposed to, get if paid. you're gonna, and pay, if they're gonna evolve offensively, because I do think Jared Allen is gonna shoot three pointers because he's already he's practicing it a lot. Uh, I got to see. Some, I got to encouraging yeah, him. I got to see touch some of it. Actually, looks pretty nice, you know, for a big. Yeah. So I think he's going to stretch the floor probably next season. I think he's going to stretch the floor next if season. You, if is he going to be good at it? I don't know. You don't know, but, but if you can, if you can stretch the floor, you believe in him, then you invest that money. If you can't, but he's never going to be. You like, have to be elite defensively, like Rudy Gobert. That's why Rudy Gobert is in the first tier, right? You know who's in the second tier? I might put to Nurkic. After what he yeah, did this season. Yeah, I don't yeah. disagree with that. Yeah. Where you put, oh, I know why. For They don't have Mitchell Robinson. They have DeAndre Jordan here, who's probably on the same tier or the third tier. He's on the third tier, I guess. Yeah, I'll give him third. He's still yeah. good defensively, but, like, yeah. Ooh. Someone I love. Bam at a bio. Where do you put him? Fourth? Fifth tier. Fifth? He's yeah. not He's not below Jared Allen and Mitchell Robinson. Sorry. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yeah, yes, yes, he is. He's is, a better passer than both of them. Is he as good defensively as either of them? Probably, maybe than Jared Allen. Maybe. 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 He's a good defense. He got an all-defensive player vote. We're going to get to that later. But he got an all. He got an all. He got By a, who? I don't remember. Somebody needs to put their name on that vote. He might have had a couple. I don't know. No, he's, but he he's he Bam Adebayo is going to be really good, man. Uh, they just put, started playing him over Hassan Whiteside. As he should have been. Yeah. Well, they want Hassan Whiteside to opt out. That's why. And uh, he's not doing that. Uh, I mean, it's... 
Look, man. Uh, I don't know. Do uh DeAndre Ayton's probably third tier, right? He's above Mitchell and uh Jared Allen. And yeah, Bam. He's, he's good offensively too. I'll, yeah, he is. I put him on third. Team. And then from there, I don't think you come. I don't in. think any of those people. Then I, from there, you're, I mean, other than Marcus Gasol, who's probably third, uh, who cares? <laughs> There's not that many centers. I you got like about. Willie Cauley. But this is interesting because this brings it back to your conversation that you had before. Like, what is a center position now? We miss guys. And who do you pay? The only guys we miss is like Al Horford. Um, oh, Al Horford. Al Horford. I should. Sorry, I shouldn't mention him. Second tier. He's second tier. Yeah, he's very good. He's he's not great. Offensively, but he's solid enough, and he's really good defensively. And, and uh, you said Nurkic is sec. No, you said third. Third. Yeah, but other third. than that, I could, I, you, could bump, you could bump him up to second. Other than that, it is what it is. You got Stephen Adams, who's probably third. Third, probably third. good center. But then you got a bunch of four and five with uh, Cody Zeller and Dwayne Deadman. I don't even think those dudes have a tier. Alex Len, JaVel McGee, uh, Bertans, is that him? Yeah, nice stretch jo- of the floor. Jonas Valanciunas, Robin Lopez, Thomas Bryant, who I actually like, and Willie Cauley Stein. Some of those guys shouldn't have a tier. Yeah. I'm going to stick with that. That's not good for the center position now. Oh, man. That's disappointing. I think center position is going to be start. I, I heard somebody say this recently. It's going to start to be like using mercenaries. You're going to get guys. You're just going to try to fill that position at the cheapest possible way that you can, like the Bucks did with Brooke Lopez. We should really do point guards, man. I'm looking at this list. I'm like, this is very interesting. <laughs> No, you know it's funny because we talked about it. I don't think much has changed. Since I'm like, oh, what man. has really changed since the playoffs? Well, Damian Lillard uh, brought Portland to the Western Conference Finals with so a crack. So he's rib. gone up maybe a sliver. You could put him in. The, you somebody wants to put him in the top tier. He's I'm in, fine with he's that. He's in the top. It's just him and Curry. I agree. It's just him and Curry. But like, what else has really changed? You want to rank Ricky uh, Rubio? Oh, I know. For you, you <laughs> might you might drop Kyrie tier. Drop him where? He's in the same tier he was before with Kemba and um, everyone else who's not on the top tier. Not everybody else. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, probably on that second tier also. Westbrook, Ky- I, can't, the, I can't put Westbrook on a third tier. You no, know what I'm saying? Not on like, third tier. He's not like, no, yeah. let's, let's um, relax. Uh, Chris Paul's on that second tier, right? He's in third. Injuries, man. Really? I thought yeah. you would put him on a second I love him. I agree. Him. I, I love agree, him, actually. He's on the third tier. I got to put him down to third three. D'Angelo Russell's on the... He's like at the back end of that third tier. Yeah. Nets fan's going to be mad again. He's like, uh, whatever, man. No, nah, I stopped caring. <laughs> you know, they got the handbook on how to be a fan. John Wall. John Wall. Third? It's like Chris Paul. He's got to be on third because when healthy, yes. But when healthy, he's probably second. Second, but he's not very healthy. I get, who's really moving up? Who's really impressing the playoffs? It's like, where do you put Trey Young? Oh, are we also are we also putting Luka Doncic in the point guard spot in the tier? That no. man's at least in third. No, um, what's his name is here? The dude, uh, Jalen Brunson. <laughs> no. See, they're just taking the starting point guard of the team, but like Luka Doncic is the de facto point guard. That t- whatever. What tier are you putting Luka in? At least third. At least. I mean, I'm looking. I'm at not going to go looking at, I'm looking at this third tier, and I'm like, pfft. I mean, who's who does somebody have in this third tier? Chris Paul, D'Angelo Russell, John Wall, Trey Young, and no Luka Doncic. Well, Trey Young's there. Luka's say- definitely there. No, I'm saying I'm saying Luka might be on the second I'm- tier. He might be. He might be. I'm fine with Trey Young being where he is. I don't. I, have a I put Trey Young on the third tier. I don't have a problem. With I put that. Mike Conley in the third. He's in the third tier. tier? Yeah. To me, I put him on the third. 
Other than that, Ben Simmons, where you put him? Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one, actually. Four. Huh? Four. I agree. I agree I with that. I'm not, I'm not rocking when you don't want to shoot. Eric Bledsoe. Four. <sighs> he's very good defensively. He's really First good defensively. First team all defense. He's, re- he's great defensively. First team all defense. So is Ben Simmons. I'm putting, I'm putting Eric Bledsoe on a 13. Nah. I'm putting nah. him on a 13. You're going to give him the edge because he actually shoots and, and, and Simmons doesn't? And he gave D'Angelo Russell that work when they went head-to-head. But his shooting in playoffs has not been good. I know. A Bledsoe open three is like... I think I might put him on a third I'm not even putting a hand I up. I might put him on a third tier. Can I put a 3.5 for Eric Bledsoe? <laughs> I'm fine with that. You D'Angelo's get, better, though. D'Angelo yeah, is better. You he's he's you better. And you and your halves can't he's make better. a decision. <laughs> Jesus. Colin Sexton. What? All you show me is he can score. <laughs> no. It's yeah. See that annoys me. He's not a point guard. He shouldn't be honest. He's he not prob- a point guard. You know his. Def- I think next his defensive re- rating was one of the lowest in the NBA. I know. I think it'll be very interesting what happens with Cleveland in the draft and what they do. Who are you excited? Aaron Fox. Oh, that's a good one. That's interesting. I'm putting him right. He had a really good season. I'll put him in three the way he played last season. He I agree. really good. I agree. I don't think there's a great deal of separation between. That's a good. That's him, a good one. D'Angelo, Where are you putting Kyle Lowry? Third tier. I'm dropping him down to four. I was thinking right about it. I'm dropping him to four right no, now. No. Uh, yeah, he's dropped mm, to four. Mm, he's down to four. He's had a couple good playoff games. But he's also had some not so good yeah, ones. I think I think the Wi-Fi started working for me now. Well, Tearmaker.com. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. It came back. I don't know what happened, but it's working for me. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. So you're putting I, – I don't disagree, actually, because I'm probably putting De- – well, D'Angelo was better this season. I said I said all season long that even though D'Angelo Russell was a replacement all-star, he should have been there instead of Kyle Lowry. Who's the point guard of choice for the Knicks? What do you mean? Oh, that they gave the, your only option you could choose from there. Dennis Smith Jr., who is in tier five. That sounds about right. Yeah, to yep. be honest. It's not bad. It's not a bad thing. Point guard position strong this year, but you're not putting him on the same level as Ben Simmons. You could be worse. I could be saying you have no tier. You could be in the Taco Bell zone. It could be worse. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You don't like their steak nachos? All right, I'm giving up. It's not steak, man. <laughs> Why do you think Johnny's not eating the meat? He knows what's up. <laughs> like, Johnny knows what's up. <laughs> Johnny knows. Like, yo, man. This is a good one. When's the last time you had some Taco Bell? Bro, I was in high school, probably. Maybe college. Yeah, just keep Maybe just, college. Just keep it that way. Stay away from that meat. Jamal Murray. Ooh. That's a good one. I'd probably say four, but he. he, he I would say four right now. You can argue three. Yeah. You I'd could say. argue he's with Russell and Trey. and. I'd say four right Actually, now. he probably should be there. To be honest, I might put him at three. A three is a very crowded zone. I mean, yeah, because it's it's the halfway point. It makes the most sense. Jalen Brunson, you're definitely last. Alfred Payton, Lonzo Ball's on five. Ricky Rubio, five. Jeff Teague, five. Reggie Jackson, five. Shea Gilgis Alexander. I like him. Who you really like. Yeah, four. Who actually got some defensive player votes. I mean, not defensive player votes, defensive team votes, but I think those are warranted because he's Oh, really, I, don't, I don't have a problem with he's that. He's really good defensively, man. He's like four. He runs the team well. He's four. His offense will get better. I like him. I agree. Wait, so, so you're, you're, you, uh, you're putting him ahead of Colin Sexton? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not even, that to me, that's not even close. That's not even close. I don't even know what, Colin Sexton is probably not a point guard, but I don't really know what he is. Another quote-unquote defensive specialist you like, Mr. Derek White, who is the point guard of choice for the Spurs. I like Colin, I like Derek White better than Colin Sexton. You know who's also not on here? 
um, because he's got injured this year, that I would put probably in that fourth tier, I think if he's healthy, DeJounte Murray. Yeah, he's not here. But no. I agree. Yeah. And the last one's Darren Collison, DJ Augustine, uh, Tyler DJ Johnson. Augustine. Tyler Johnson and Justice Winslow. Who played well at point guard. I'll put him in five. The I'll other the four. other couple of guys you mentioned, they don't deserve a tier. I put Justice Winslow in four. Even okay. though it's weird that he's with Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons won't shoot. Chris Dunn. Five, right? Yeah. <laughs> five. Some of these fives are like, I don't even want to give you a tier. <laughs> like, no. Chris, Chris Dunn is Colin Sexton-ish. Nah, he, as a player? Yeah. No, nah, he's, he's a better defender. Is and he? a better playmaker. Is he? Way better playmaker. His assist, he does not d- playmake for anybody. You he averages five, was? six assists a game, I think. And when I watch him. I'd be shocked if you averaged more than five assists pro- a game last year. The problem year. is the coaching style, the way they play. I'd be shocked about that. The way they play is not suitable to his game because they play essentially a half-court offense usually. And he's better in transition. He's averaged six assists a game the last two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I'm not giving, giving you the title of playmaker with six assists a game. Before we got into this about off the court stuff and drama and things like that, so yeah, more, so uh, let's get into that. Let's get into some of that stuff and how problematic it may or may not be. That well, th- this, this some some NBA uh, fans or a lot of NBA fans, we're seeing it now with free agency on the horizon, and a lot of people are just hyped for the transactions, and not necessarily the actual basketball being played. Which sort of, in some respects, explains the rise in analytics because mm-hmm. that's not actually about like the basketball being played. In some respects, mm-hmm. it's just trying to attach numbers to things and things like that. So, what do you think about this whole thing about people loving the drama and not necessarily the basketball? Because Kevin Durant kind of brings up a valid point where he says, "You know, I just want to talk about basketball sometimes," and they just ask him about free agency. He's not. I understand where he's coming from on and that. I understand I why they ask him about free agency, but look, you got to understand what's he going to say. You also have to, yeah, and like people ask too much stuff, I think, at the times where I don't even know what answer you're going to get from him. At the same time, I think Kevin Durant's understand like this is a sport where you have to talk to the media and you have to deal with them. That doesn't mean every media question is smart. There are people who ask stupid questions. I just sat through the other day and watched a like top 10 or 20 video somebody put on YouTube of like the dumbest questions ever said to like NBA reporters and player reactions. It was quite entertaining. I've seen one of those recently, too. Yeah. YouTube YouTube suggested I watch it. I yeah. guess they know. I guess that. they know we like to watch people ask dumb questions. <laughs> um, I I think that drama and all this stuff helps fuel the NBA. I don't. I'm not in the camp of people that's like, man, I like the drama more than what is actually happening on the court. That's hard for me to be that person. Like, I love the game. I love watching the game. I can't get into this like the drama stuff. Look. We recently saw drama with Magic Johnson, uh, his appearance on First Take. I think, look, a lot of people like drama in general, Mm -hmm. right? I think you said something to me the other day that, um, you know, a lot of times the drama or watching the drama gets unfairly and uh, sexist in this way to be associated with, like, women like watching this. And some of the stuff in sports has turned into a a male male soap opera. This is our novella. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm not, it, I, I mean, just, for some people, not for me, but yes. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's like the the whole drama. Th- like, people care about where, you know, oh, this person said this, this person liked this on Instagram. It's the same thing that, you know, overly masculine men like to criticize women for when they watch uh, their Yeah. Stuff. 
And it's like it's some, of y'all, some of y'all are doing the same thing, but you don't want to. And admit they it. don't even watch. And they don't even care for the sport. They just want to know what's happening, what's the news, what's going on. A lot of people are not even like they don't care about basketball. I wish people. I <laughs> wish people somebody sometimes would stop reporting. Like there was a report that came out the uh, recently about after Game Six, Chris Paul and Harden got into like got into a bit, and I'm like. Yo, man, this is. I was Chris Paul. I would have gotten into. I got would have gotten into it with James Harden too. One shot in the last eight minutes. Yo, this isn't news, man. People disagree at their jobs all the time. Sometimes worse. It didn't come to blows. They just didn't disagree. They didn't agree. Excuse me on how something went at the end of the game or how James Harden played or whatever it may be. This isn't the first time. It won't be the last time. It'll happen again. I just wish people stop making a big deal out of it. Like it kind of bothers me that there's even a report about it. To some degree. It's like, okay, people dislike people at their jobs every day and they move on. People either stay there or they leave. Like, now the story is, is this going to mess up the Rockets? Probably not. I don't think so. You but think, but the- What world are we living in that people think that everybody likes everybody they work with? <laughs> what, what world well, are you people, living in? Well, people, well, people, as we've talked about before, people want sports to be their utopia. That's the thing that they nope. escape to. That's the nope. thing. so so they want athletes to you know especially minorities to suppress their political views because they just want them to focus on the sport and what it is for their team especially you know especially if they're like a fan of I don't know the Cleveland Indians and they like to just let their players not let it be known that they don't appreciate that nickname or something like that. Yeah. I, I mean I, I said something on Twitter where like uh it's so ridiculous that's the logo is ridiculous for that team <laughs> the name is ridiculous for that team it's just <clears throat> Uh, that's just wow. The Atlanta Braves and like people don't care about stuff like that. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. At are all. the that's Indians changing their logo next year? Or they are like because that? of that because they realize the smiling. But they're still going to be called. Are they chief still going to be called the Indians? Yeah, still going to be called the Indians. So you're kind of like halfway doing something about it because when they first announced it, I was like, "So you're doing nothing, basically. <laughs> like you're not doing anything." That's you're, what I'm kind of getting like, at. Here. Uh, we kind of recognize that this is insensitive, but we're just going to change the logo so you no longer have to see Chief Wahoo, I believe, is the actual uh, mascot of the smiling Native American chief. And there are, there were people, though, who were really upset. That, I think we spoke about this in an earlier podcast, really upset that Chief Wahoo is going to be removed. Which tells me they don't really care because yeah they just like they just like things the way they are they don't want stuff to change yeah they don't care that new information comes up or not new information but information gets brought out into the light that they nobody, weren't exposed to before nobody would have any other team name associated with another race or ethnicity and it would just be you wouldn't start it now yeah we we were joking about i remember now we were joking joking about about it i I was like like, you wouldn't start a team now and name them the baltimore blacks right you just wouldn't do it like people like what (laughs) what are you doing like you wouldn't do it like come on man like and for and even worse because at least in at least in that name people be like well i am black you're not even respecting the native american people by calling them actually what they are and that's what makes it i am black this is like just the way you said it was. No, it's just, it's just, yeah. That's just a whole nother. Thing. I gotta clip that. Backpack Broadcasting continues to bring you the best original sports content, but now you can get more of the content you love. For as little as three dollars a month, you can get access to bonus content, including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews from the Sports Walk sideline stories or the ain't hard to tell podcast all this exclusive content comes via patreon there are tiered levels of patronage 
and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become a patron today. This is kind of weird that I'm going to like transition to this, but Lars Sullivan is a wrestler. You can Google what he looks like. It always transitions to wrestling, He had He had some bigoted comments uh, that were uncovered from his past. Uh, you could Google what he looks like. Tell me, tell me he doesn't look What's like. What's his name? Lars Sullivan. Lars. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I need more than Lars. So he he has some bigoted comments from. Yep, me. yep. <laughs> I, it's like I don't even need to see the comments, but I feel like whatever comes out of his mouth wouldn't be surprised if it was bigoted. But people had an issue on Twitter about this because he only got fined a hundred thousand dollars. He wasn't released, suspended. They're still continuing his push on TV. What did, uh, can I? Let me just see. Let me see if I can see what he says, so I can have my re- reaction in real time. There's tweets. There's tweets to it. There, you could you could just find. Here it. we go. Okay, hold on. How far in the past was this, too? A few years. You know how I feel about that. I think a few years. Come on. What? What? The the digging, the the people who dig up. Oh. Oh. oh, oh. There's something culturally wrong about that. Was it it that long ago? Check check the tweet. But I remember because we were talking about this with with, uh, Josh Hader last summer. Between 2017 and, excuse me, 2007 and 2013. How old is this man? Uh, He ain't young. He's in his 30s. Okay, so he was in his 20s at the time of these comments. Now, was he's he... He's 30 years old right now. Is he... Okay. So you're talking about 19 to 25-ish. And we were talking about before, because Josh Hader's tweets got uncovered, yeah. and he was like 16, 17 years old, 18 years old, and me and Josh Hader are the same age, and I was telling you before, like, yo... uh, I knew what I was doing at 16, 17, 18 on social media. Look, you know what I'm, I'm not... I'll say the same thing I said then. I'm not saying that Mr. Lars Sullivan does not know or did not know that these comments were bigoted or wrong. The same way I don't think Josh Hader didn't know that. Josh Hader was a teenager, and I do look at that a little bit differently, right? He's a teenager. I'm not saying he's wrong. We're digging up into stuff when people were kids before they were an adult. I'm like, I'm not giving them a complete pass, but I'm just saying, like, something's wrong with the people who are digging this stuff up. Yeah, I don't think he should get released. But no, I don't. Th- hundred thousand dollar fine is pretty steep when you're a an now, indep- when you're a an independent contractor and b you ain't even making that much money yet. I'm. <laughs> A little bit. So I was like, ooh, okay, interesting. Then suspend him, though. They're going to continue to push him on TV. What I, I'm going to say is something else uh, that I've spoken about before. I think it's unrealistic, and it's not shocking to me in America, to think that you're going to be working with some people mm-hmm. who are racist and bigoted. There probably are. A black, a black wrestler responded to that, to the tweet, Big E. And he, he, he basically, you know, took the high road, so to speak. He, I'm looking at his, I'm looking at his tweet. Yes. Many are aware, if true, he has to bear the albatross of being a bigot and working in a company that is now filled with minorities. I feel him on that. He is in New Day with uh, WWE champion Kofi Kingston. I, yes, yeah, did black WWE champion. I he still got the title. What what he's basically saying is, look, the people, the, the racists are going to be exposed. Yeah, you're going to see who that is, and the public will judge that for themselves. I don't really – I think the WWE is fine. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I don't know if there should have been any more. Actually, it's probably, like you said, really steep, and they probably came down and said, look, this is not going to be tolerated. Should the man lose his job for some comments he said between 2007 and 2013? No, I don't think so. I actually sometimes 
public shame is enough. Hopefully, mm-hmm. as somebody who's shown bigoted and racist racist actions, he can change. Maybe he can see the error of his ways. Or maybe he won't just be like, I'll just keep these comments to myself and not get fined. I don't know. Here's an interesting uh, twist to this also. So Lars Sullivan engaged in a rivalry with the Lucha House Party. It's a collection of luchadors. I know nothing, I know nothing about this. A collection of luchadors, uh, one of whom is Kalisto, who is Mexican. So they got into, you know, it was part of the show. They got into a little battle in the ring or whatever. He hit Lars in the face, busted him open, and reports suggest that he did that on purpose because of all of everything that I just told you regarding oh. his comments and things I like mean, that. I mean, the game is the and game, he, man. And he, he took credit for it I'm publicly, not, apparently, on Twitter. I mean, Twitter. this is the weird thing. So like, see, it's a weird thing because it's like you're, you're a professional wrestler, but you – like you have your chance to like do that for TV. I mean, you know here's, what I'm the, here's the thing: you're not gonna have the chance here's, in a workplace where you get to punch somebody in the face. The difference is the your, your profession and what most people do doesn't encourage violence. However, this is a profession that encourages violence. Why do you think and, I like wrestling? And beca- yes, because you love <laughs> violence, and because the lines are blurred. And I'm forgetting the guy you said who hit him in the Kaliso. face. Kaliso, he knows the lines are blurred, and is like, I'm going to take advantage of that. Here's the thing. I'm, that's kind of messed up, but so is racism. It's not kind of messed <laughs> up, it is messed up. So it's just like, the game's the game. You 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 can't say, here's what I'm going to say. I'm not condoning violence, although we are talking about a space where there is violence. And what I will say is, if the person who's shown some racist behavior and now is there and the opportunity for you to punch him in the face, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I'm not going to be too mad about it. That's it. Not really too mad about it. Like, some people argue he had it coming. Could have been worse. Yeah. Uh, in a now deleted tweet, Kalisto also said he just needs to get out of my way. I'm Latino with a fist emoji. Why Why do you have to delete the tweet, man? <laughs> own it. Just own it. Own it. Like, you already are in a violent <laughs> sport. You already doing that? Maybe it was a little much. I don't know. Whatever. I'm with it. I, I, I like Kalisto. I'll, I'll tell you. Let me tell you something. My man Lars. What's Lars uh, Sullivan, Sullivan? Yes. He knows if that hit was real. Only he knows. <laughs> he knows if that hit was real. He knows if that I don't know how we got to hear from the NBA. I don't even think we finished talking about we that. We didn't. But out of camp, we got into wrestling. This is really interesting. I'll tell you what. Lars Sullivan knows if that hit was real, and he knows if it was for those racist comments. And what's he going to say? Nothing. He can't. He, he can't really he, say he, he can't complain. Like, He's got to eat that one. Sort of done is done. Do you think it's problematic where we're going? Because, uh, like, social media has benefited the NBA, right? Social oh, media. Yeah. The reason that... You know, you could use their video for tweets online, for content, basically. Use the video on YouTube. Use it anywhere you want. Use all these clips Mm -hmm. and things like that. Like, you could use the NBA's content in ways that you can't do it with baseball or football because they control their content so much. And because Mm -hmm. of that, the NBA has become the most popular league in America, maybe in, you know, the world outside of certain uh, soccer leagues and things of that nature. But... Also, because of that, I also feel like people don't care about the games as much because they're clipping like you know quotes and they're paying attention to the drama. And I still like think that. that population is in the minority. I think they're like I think they're significant, but I don't think they're the majority of the NBA fans. I don't think so. I, think, I would. I hope not. I don't think so. I, I think, don't know though. I think the majority of NBA fans really care about the basketball. I do think there's some bleeding over, and and there are people that probably care a little bit more. Like, I think the talk about free agency this year has been way too much. I was going to say, it's overwhelming. It's overdone. It's like, we don't... I go on Twitter. I asked this this question the other day. I was like, yo, what do you guys do when you're not speculating about free agency? And some people wrote back trying to be funny, speculate about trades. (laughs) But I'm like, yo, you guys, like, 
do you you have lives? Oh no! Oh, <laughs> you do anything else? Oh, like, I mean, I mean, and I'm not every day in May. I'm not going to speculate about who's going to the Knicks or Nets yeah, or the Lakers or Clippers. It's ridiculous. Like, I'm report, not doing report. it every single day on Twitter publicly. I'm busy. Like, honestly. Like, I, I, I'm not one to knock but people what their interests are. But right, but it it's like, it damn. Like, what, 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 what could be going on that that's all you're focused on? You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I hope they're focused on some other stuff. I, I hope, hope so. so, too. But, but like, I don't know. Damn. I don't know. I, I, just, I don't think there's a need to be doing every day, like... Every single day in May, just focused on free agency. I'm gonna be honest, as a, that as, shit will be here in June, I, uh, jo- <laughs> June thirtieth. As as a diehard NBA fan, right now I just focus on the games. Um, then my attention will go to the draft, and then it'll go to free agency. And it's just kind of in that order. Like I I can't really think about this and what impact this has for this. And j- enjoy the moment. We've had some good games. We've had some gr- a great conference finals, hopefully a good NBA finals um, to finish. So we'll see what happens. You can't go crazy. We're in June. Let's just enjoy. I care for both. You can I need care some, for- I need some drama. You but can, you can I'm like also that. Not I'm not gonna overlook, be obsessed by it. I'm also not over gonna uh, uh, not gonna overlook basketball. Of course you like drama. <laughs> you like you like the drama in this wrestling thing you just talked about. Yeah, you but I, but I also like wrestling for the wrestling. That's what brought me in. Okay. I like wrestling for the wrestling. Yeah, like I like boxing for the boxing. You also like the violence. I actually, when hate the drama in boxing. You also like the violence. <laughs> you also like the violence when it's in the wrestling, but not about the wrestling. Like what's the case for your man Lars? I mean, that was pretty cool. I, like uh, I, I'm not a big Lars Sullivan fan. Like I, even be- uh, what a shock. But even before all that, I was kind of like, uh, I mean, why? Like when they said he was getting called up. Now I'm getting into this rabbit hole. But briefly, when they said he was getting called up from NXT, I was like, really? Me and my brother were like, really? He's not, you know what I'm saying? I do, again, I will say one thing. He ain't better do, than Keith Lee. Google I do, Keith Lee. I do think. He's one the, of those big, like, fat dudes, but he has a lot of movement. I do think that. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, so they, they oh, they, agile. Oh. Okay, here's one. I'm going to say one thing about this to go back to this Lars Sullivan thing real quick because I just saw a note that I did not wow. realize. Dex, more wrestling talk. Yeah, this Dex. is as much wrestling talk you can get out of me on any podcast. So he was not only fined 100 grand, he also was made to take sensitivity training. Here's oh, yeah, my that's problem right. that's with right. That's right. sensitivity. I know, training. I know, I know. You're not going to be for. It. <laughs> Here's my problem with sensitivity. People take sensitivity training, sensitivity training, and then we hear nothing about it. We don't know what happens. How did the training? If if I was covering the WWE and I had to talk to Lars Sullivan, which would probably be interesting in itself. <laughs> but if I was covering I would that, pay, I would pay to have. I'm not going to punch him in the face. I'm not going to punch. I'm going to be. I would want to be just in that so room. Knows. Just be, no, it's just like the, like. I've seen you interview a wrestler, right? I've seen you interview wrestlers. I've obviously interviewed wrestlers. Yeah. But that wrestler in particular is just a funny visual for me. Like you and you and that sitting across from you. Yeah. Well, he's going to be more uncomfortable than I am. Are you sure? He should be. Okay. <laughs> that's all I'll say. I'm not going to be uncomfortable. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. He's got enough problems going on. I'm good. I mean, you've interviewed some weirder folks. We could just definitely. Anyway, <laughs> my point is, when this stuff happens, we see this in NFL, when we see this in um, around different sports. Nobody ever asks. So, what did you learn from this sensitivity training? How has this changed your perspective? How has this changed the way you look at life? Maybe the way you look at race, and maybe you look at people. Yeah. How have you become less bigoted? Nobody asked that. It's just like, oh, he paid the fine, takes sensitivity training, and that's it. That's why I'm not for. 
I'm for people having second chances. I'm not for just fire everybody, get rid of everybody, this cancel culture. I'm not for that all the time. But there has to be some accountability, and we should. We can't learn from anything unless we find out how people who took this sensitivity training have been affected and how it's actually changed their lives. Because if it hasn't changed anything, like I said, what Mr. Sullivan could do is just say, you know what? You know where I messed up? It's not the fact that I'm bigoted. It's not the fact that I'm racist. It's just the fact that I said it. And if his thinking never changes, he's still going to be racist. I think this was the same point you had when, remember when uh, Greg Hardy was in town for that UFC event uh, yeah. and he fought here and yeah. whatever? It was sort of the same thing because he 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 went some through some sensitivity training as well. For people who don't know, he had a big, 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 big domestic uh, violence uh, case in his past that he got acquitted of, interestingly enough. Or, Very interesting. Enough. Yeah, or something of that nature. Um, but... Basically, he's in the UFC now, and before he fought in Brooklyn earlier this year, or late last year, I should say, no, earlier this year, he was asked about that and not really so much asked about uh, the sensitivity training and how it impacted him, but more so the incident. Of course not, nobody, because nobody does that Which in the media, interesting. and it's just always talked about the incident, and what have you learned from the incident? Uh, he's going to be like, not to get caught again, so I don't lose money. That I mean, like the difference, the difference between not doing something because you're afraid of getting caught and actually changing your action because you know that you're wrong. Those are two different things, and I don't think that's ever gets asked in the context of people in sports who do bad things. And I'm not, I'm not walking on some extreme moral high ground. I'm saying people deserve second chances. People are ignorant. People don't know certain things. We don't all come out knowing everything, but. There has to be some accountability. And when you just slap a $1,000 fine and you give me sensitivity training, not saying that you should lose a job or anything. Also, i like to know, WWE, what are you doing about this to make sure in your multicultural wrestling climate that these things are not tolerated? That I'm th- I think something like this is a start because it sends a message. But how are you helping people from all different kinds of backgrounds understand this? Going back to the NBA, because we didn't get to talk about this either, but the votes. I'm, well, we touched on this a little bit earlier, but yeah. the actual voting and things of that nature. Because, uh, well, tell people you you texted me something the other day, and it was it was a you know we talked it was about, about it. It was Clay, Clay Thompson, yeah, because Clay Thompson said that, or he was told that because he didn't get to an NBA team, he wasn't voted there, he doesn't get a thirty million dollar incentive. Mm-hmm. And my point was that. I wouldn't want, if I were a player, if I were a player's agent, I wouldn't want my incentive in the hands of others. I wouldn't want it to be based on an award. I don't think you could really do it in basketball because it's so subjective. Right. Whereas in football, football is kind of the perfect place to have those sort of incentives built into your contract. And a lot of players do. Like uh, if I'm Jadavian Clowney, I would want a contract where if I get 12 sacks in a season, I get an extra million dollars. Because when you're trying to get a sack, that's something that actually helps your team. And for basketball, it's like if you're trying to get an award, you know, you might not get that. You know, it depends it's on what hard other to, people think. It's hard think. to qualify how but then the team you, but, impact it is. Yeah, but then you also can't – you don't want to get incentivized for getting 25 points a game because then you're going to just start chucking and that, that affects the rest of your team. Whereas this is a sack. It's an individual accolade that you're trying to get every single game. Same thing as if I'm if I'm an offensive lineman, I want a certain amount of pancakes in a season, and then if I get five hundred thousand dollars off of that, that'd be good because that one individual stat actually helps a team. Whereas in basketball, with players and things of that nature, because that's the sport where that is more more player focused than anything else, because there's only five of you out there, and you're playing offense and defense, not just one side of the ball. That affects everybody if you're going out there and chucking and going to get your your uh your shots and stuff like that so with clay thompson Mm -hmm. i'm like yo i don't think that that incentive especially 30 million dollars 
should be based on oh whether you got all NBA first team or second team or third team. You I know what I mean. Because I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I just don't know. I think everything you said is right. I, I just don't, I don't like that. I just. I don't not, know. I also don't know. I how don't know. You, yeah, I don't know the better way to do right. it. I don't in think, basketball. I don't know the better way to I, do it. In I, hockey goals, assists, points, done. Football, you could do it with sacks. You could do it with passing touchdowns. You could do it with rushing yards, rushing touchdowns. I think the difference, maybe. like some somebody will say, well, hockey is kind of like basketball where you're playing. You, you're playing both sides sometimes, and the difference I think is yeah. But there's the, like three stats in hockey. The sports, the, sport, <laughs> the sports where it's harder to score. I think that's what it's about to to rack up those stats. The the goal scoring sports is harder to rack up those stats. So when somebody really does something that's an outlier, it really you know, stands out because that's yeah. what outlets do. If it's if, but, yeah. like, yo, if I'm Bradley Wright Phillips and I want to get a certain amount of goals in the season, if I want to get 20 goals in a season, that's going to help my team. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's a little bit different yeah, from the, the scoring. The scoring is I'm so much lower. If Bradley Wright Phillips is literally a striker, you know what I'm saying? Like, his I love, job, I love how your reference in soccer was to MLS. <laughs> To which anybody who's like a big soccer fan's podcast, like that's the player you reference. His job. Well, I'm, ke- I'm keeping it here. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. keeping it local. God, but- I mean, we keep it international, <laughs> man. International. All right. Not so just- if I'm Daniel Sturridge, <laughs> oh, a player on my team. Yeah, who, right. Who doesn't even start? Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. But he used to. He used to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But still, to that point, he comes in. He comes in off the bench. Do yep. they call it a bench in soccer? Yeah. All right. I'm just making sure. Yeah, off the <laughs> bench. Sure. I forgot what they actually say in England, but yeah, so that's bench. what that's what I mean. They say Not, something else. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, yeah. When they get off off the bench or whatever it is, even so, if you want to negotiate ten goals in your contract, I'm fine with that. But base, I don't think you should do it based on awards. In I don't, any sport, I don't think you should do it based on awards. I'm, and this, is, I'll be intrigued to hear. Like once we put this out and, and fans, what they think the solution is, because I'd love to hear something from other people. I haven't really thought about it. I've thought about it from. I haven't really come up with an idea. I have thought about it. Um, what the solution is. I'm not really sure in basketball. I do think there's something wrong with the awards. That amount of money going one way or another, or just the recognition of the award, totally being in the hands of mostly people other than you, mostly the media. Um, I do think there's something wrong with that. Speaking of the awards, something I would... I kind of wish that I wish the NBA would get rid of the award show. They've done it two. I years. was going to bring that up. Yeah, I, I I don't care for it. I think it's I, in a few weeks. It's in a couple. You want to go? Y- no, <laughs> no, I'm good. Um, I don't care for it at all. I I, I liked. I kind of miss when they announced it during the playoffs. I agree. I miss that. Even though you know you had the one time where Dirk had to go pick up his MVP trophy after he got eliminated in the first round because he announced MVP in the second round. Remember when he lost to the yeah. to the Warriors and Dirk had to go pick up his MVP trophy wow. even though he was out of I the playoffs. About that. Yeah. yeah, so like outside of that, but that happened once in like the years of me watching basketball. I have a couple issues with this. One is that I don't think regular season awards should be announced in late June after the playoffs. I agree. That, I, I agree think with if that. you're going to yep. announce awards, announce them at the end of regular season or. Or have the factor in the playoff, factor in the playoff. You know what? You know what? If you did that, or, then I'm all for having a regular. Or why can't uh, all for having an award show? Or why can't we have separate, separate playoff awards? Playoff awards, yeah. right? Not just the finals MVP. Why can't we have the playoff MVP? Because when you're comparing, when you're comparing players at the end. You know, if their careers, you're usually comparing regular season stats. In some cases, yes, you're comparing the playoffs, especially when you're doing Jordan, LeBron, Larry Bird, uh, Kevin Durant, and whoever else. Right. But in a lot of cases, you're doing regular season stats. So I'm like, look, you should go back to doing it the way you were doing it before or have, like you said, separate awards or, like I kind of alluded to, have just, you know, just factor in the playoffs. I think Have just one MVP and just factor in the playoffs because if you're doing that now – your MVP at the end of the regular season might have been Giannis. 
Now, you could argue it's Kawhi, it's Kawhi Leonard. Leonard. I would say it is. And that's the thing, right? Because Kawhi Leonard's been the best player in the playoffs. And he wouldn't. He would not. Hopefully, he still is by the time we put this out. He would. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think what I don't think what happens by the time we put this out, he mm-hmm. still will be. However, I do think that if he, if you had just went off the regular season, not even I think it's fair because he missed twenty five games, he kind of wasn't going to be in the running for the regular season MVP, which is why maybe yeah. I'm kind of with you and like let's just merge it and make a whole yeah. a whole doesn't season, that matter a whole season? They thing. do that in college. Don't they do that in college? I do. That, I think they do that in college. I mean, I don't, to some respect. To some respect. I think they, comp- I think they combined, like, the conference tournament, which yeah, is, part, I mean, is part of the regular I'm, season. I'd be fine with it. I think it's time for the NBA to – the NBA does a good job of revisiting a lot of things and trying to revamp it. I do think it's time to revamp the awards, maybe even how we vote for them. May, but to go back to another thing, I also think the Supermax, and I've kind of thought about this more, is really Supermax is stupid. Yeah. First of all, the Supermax is stupid because, like, the name is stupid. Right, like if you're gonna, if you're gonna, no, the name is stupid. The name is absolutely, positively stupid. If I say, I know it sounds like a Pokemon, and it does. Yeah. (laughs) If I say, you're gonna take my word for it. If I say, hey, I got this cup, and for people who can't watch this, I'm holding up a cup. I hold up this mug, and this is the maximum amount of water that this mug can fill. Right. The line here is the max. It's not the super max. Like what is a supermax? You can't you can't have higher no, see, than a max. See, here's the issue. You see where your thumb is? That's the max, and then this line above here is the supermax. No. According to the NBA. Maximum <laughs> means the most possible. You can't have higher than the max. Yeah. No, yeah. No, it's yeah. Stupid. <laughs> it's it's literally stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, know, it's funny when like when you simplify certain things. I was just saying when we were saying this before, when you simplify certain things that we just have been prone to accept. It's stupid. Like, it really is. Yeah, why, why, why isn't it just, like, the maximum contract you can get? Like, no. Like, well, first of all, we were-, we're First both, of all, Supermax didn't work, but that's a whole other story. And also, and also, um, there shouldn't be salary caps in sports, in basketball. Yeah, but I'd like to see that but the, go that, away, too. That's also part of why you have, like, a Max and a Supermax where they shouldn't really exist. I just don't like the naming of Supermax. And it's just, it, it was thought of a way to incentivize- players to stay with their small market teams which hasn't happened and even Kemba you better leave Charlotte well well, that's a point that's coming up if Kemba leaves Charlotte and he's Supermax eligible right now which he's a player I think that could walk away too the Supermax didn't keep the parents for Supermax did not keep Paul George in Indiana and Paul George also could have signed the Supermax in Oklahoma City and still didn't and gave himself more flexibility to opt out after three years so the Supermax hasn't worked. It didn't keep Kevin Durant home in OKC. Paul George, even resigning there, didn't sign the Supermax. Kemba might walk and not take the Supermax. A lot of, lot of things in play. It, it hasn't worked. My theory is that players are realizing that they can control their own destiny. One, and, and two, they can make up that money on the back end. On the back end, right. If they're still good and you know, if you're at that level, you obviously believe that you're still going to be good for years. The owners, the NBA owners thought this that wouldn't happen. They didn't bet on that happening. They thought that the players would take the money. I think the problem is that $30 million difference, and which we even talked about for Clay Thompson, for the upper echelon players, doesn't even matter anymore. It doesn't matter. For them, it's about they know they can make it on the back end with their shoe deals or whatever other endorsements they have, and they just want to be in a place where they like the culture and it's good about winning. So you being able to pay me $30, $30 million more on top of it, it just doesn't work. The, the, basically, Zoomax has failed. 
That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It, it hasn't worked the but way. That, but that's another work. reason why awards shouldn't factor in whether or not you get a super I max agree as with opposed that. to a max. I agree with that. Because it, it shouldn't matter. I agree. And then separately, I also think awards are overrated. I don't know if you want to get into that's that. That's a whole other thing. I'm like, th- you yo, know what? I, I'm not I'm because, not because of how subjective they are. Look, I'm not looking back at LeBron's career and being like he was only a four time MVP when I know damn well he could have gotten twelve of them shits. To be yeah, honest, yeah, but I like, mean, yeah, you know what? You could argue that every year from 07 gonna, up until like eighteen that he, he he's an MVP. Yeah, I'm every not, single season. I'm not going to go as crazy or. Or over, they're probably factored in too much. I won't call them overrated. They're probably factored in too much. But we you know what we've done right here. We've supermaxed this conversation. That's what we've done. <laughs> so on to numbers for episode eighty-two, uh, and there are some interesting numbers again as we are in the heavy wide receiver zone. Yeah, no, no baseball player or basketball player for this one. Oh, couldn't find any, and uh, I don't know about hockey. <laughs> Sounds like you didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. We'll get back to hockey when we get to 99. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, there was something else before that, but we'll figure it out. Uh, Jimmy Smith. Ah, I loved him with the Jacksonville Jaguars back too. in the day. Yeah, like man. Like Jimmy Smith. Jason Witten. I know you're not going for that. Why not? Oh, okay. I, thought, I didn't I thought, say I would. Oh, wait. You're not a cowboy hater, right? No, I'm not no, a cowboy no, no, hater. No, no, I thought you who's No. I'm confusing you with somebody else, maybe. John Stallworth. <laughs> okay, that's your that's it. <laughs> I don't think to say. The woke Benjamin Watson. I like Benjamin Watson. Ben Watson. You like him more off the field than on the field? Yes. Okay. Figure that. Ozzie Newsom. Hmm. I forgot he was a player, bro. Yep. Completely forgot he was a player. Kyle Rudolph, who's still playing right now. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Bowe. Very good very good wide receiver. Very good uh fantasy team name this is, also. This is gonna be a tough one. Somewhere over Dwayne Bowe. That now was looking. a fantasy team name that me and my brother had at one point. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, because we had him on our team, obviously. That's a good name. Tory Smith, who I liked, but I he's mostly too. a kick returner. And Antoine Randall L. I, yes. One of my favorite return guys from my childhood. Me too. I, and, I love return guys. And and <laughs> I'm a big Devin Hester fan, bro. Because they're generally they're generally your height. <laughs> so Devin Hester yes. and uh, oh, Devin Hester was, was Dante that Hall was my. What guy. number did Devin Hester wear? Uh, he's like in the teens, I think. Yeah, before we did it, I think he yeah. was like 14 or something, something like that. So, yeah. We may have to revisit that well, when we Antoine get Randall Hester. was a fantastic punt returner. Wait, fantastic punt Devin returner. Devin Hester was 17, 17, 14, one year with the Ravens. Uh, and with the Bears, he was 23 all those years. Okay. 23. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, man. This is a good list. Well, well, when we get back to the hundreds and we start doing the, the lower numbers again, he ain't going to be 23. No. Sorry. We know that. Yeah. Um, it's going to be LeBron. I'm going to go... <laughs> <laughs> we'll revisit that another oh, time. Oh boy, we're really going. I will go with this is good, man. You know what? We're gonna give some love to the return guy, Antoine Randall. Wow. L. Yeah, man, Antoine Randall. An L. Upset. I yeah. thought for sure you were going Jimmy Smith. Nah, I'm gonna go Ooh, Antoine Randall. No, I liked him, and he, and he was he was on the Steelers at the time when I went to Pitt. He was so super dynamic. He was, yeah, man. Also a quarterback in college. Yeah, he showed some of that in the NFL. But they said that he couldn't throw the ball. Mm. That's happened to a lot of guys. Including his former teammate Cordell Stewart. That's I was going to mention story. Cordell Stewart yep. on the cover of NFL Blitz one year. <laughs> you have to end with some video game reference all the time. All right, this that's episode eighty-two. Yo, I don't even do it on purpose. It's no, you can't <laughs> help yourself. You can't help yourself. I'll tell you what you can help to bring it full circle and back. What? Help yourself from eating that Taco Bell. That's exactly what you can do. <laughs> you don't got to do that anymore. Or you, I told you, you can eat like Johnny and nah. just take the meat out. 
I've upgraded to Chipotle. And I, and I, I ended my Dos Toro strike recently before I went to the Levitar show. I went to the Dos Toros right there around 20. Why were you striking? Because they didn't take cash. And I paid, oh, I paid for all my food in cash. That, uh, yeah, that was really wait, it. Wait, why? I paid for all my, why I paid for yes. all my food in cash? I knew this, but I don't, why? I was just super convenient. I say I saved the credit for like, you know, stuff that requires credit. There's a debit card you could use? No. I'll just pay with cash. I I look, I'm so the opposite. I I'm usually so the opposite. I usually use cash for food, and that's primarily it. If I go to get sneakers or whatever, I'm inclined to use a card. Sometimes I've used cash for food, like the dumplings, twenty five dumplings I ate before the show. That had to be paid with well, cash. Well, that's different. But I'm not going to strike them because their dumplings are fantastic. <laughs> All right, that's it for episode eighty two <laughs> of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Remember, uh, children, please do not eat Taco Bell. Uh, if you're going to do it, do it responsibly like Johnny and do not eat the meat. That's probably the best way you can be. Uh, this was the Antoine Randall L episode. Please be sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review and a rating. That does help us. You can also check out our survey that we have. That's in the link uh, below our podcast. You can also continue to support us with extra content on Patreon so we can continue to have more great shows and more great guests for Brian Feinsecker. This is Dexter Henry for the Ain't Hard to Tell the Podcast. Until next time, remember, as I said before, stay away from that Taco Bell. Peace, y'all.